previously on Adventures in Questing. You want to go to the Stormhold? Yeah. Todd! Yeah, dude. What's up? Come with me. Okay. Where are we going? The Straight Trader. There's a face of <laughs> <laughs> That's where Raven will be the whole time. See a, a dwarf there who's kind of hammering down. He reaches up like a hand to kind of point in the direction and you see tattooed onto his like bicep the exact same eight-pointed star that was emblazoned on Micah Stout's Micah. shield. Uh, yeah, I know Micah. We're old friends. I'm Burke. Been touched by the storm. Am I wrong? So you came here, why? Drawn to the storm, I guess. What's the storm? Uh, I just feel like I'm gonna get hit again. I don't know. The storm is you, child. Training starts tomorrow morning. You finally come upon the Abia. A white dragonborn oh. drops from the rafters. You instantly recognize her. This temple was built about a thousand years before mortality was given to mortals. Call me a lore whore. That is dope. <laughs> this means that we've been just shut up in a closed system for so long that we've forgotten some of our own history. Can I can I help push? Yeah, you kind of. <laughs> uh, push this door in, and you can see a long kind of dark hallway that goes down a little bit. It's completely dark. Trap. Yeah, make a perception. Do you have dark vision? Oh wait, I have a lantern. I do. I pull oh. out my lantern. She's holding out the lantern, kind of to give you some light. So make a uh, make an investigation check for traps. Oh fuck! Can I help? What is trap? No. Is that just perception? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna ask all the time though. <laughs> I've been doing that a lot that's this a, session. That's a ten. A ten. Okay. Solid roll. Uh. Average. Don't seem to be any traps. Okay, I'm gonna go first. <laughs> because I feel like I'm the bulkiest of the two of you, um, aka if something like an arrow or a dart thing or like Indiana Jones pops out. Who's that? I don't know. It's like this weird. Just came to you? Yeah, it just came to me. <laughs> Are we good to go? Because I I don't. Sorry, like Ali doesn't understand. There's a crack in the side of the temple, and we're gonna go. The they opened it, it up. Open. It was a door. Oh, and it's hollow. Okay, I thought you just said it's hollow behind there. Like we knocked on it or something. No, sorry. then they they pushed it open. Okay, cool, 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 cool. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you guys, sorry, cause I'm just. I want to go in there. It's a secret passage. Mm -hmm. It's okay. <clears throat> Let's go. Okay, I'm gonna walk. Oh, I'm so scared. <laughs> okay, you walk through the hall, kind of down into the darkness. Pim's kind of. Lighting it up. Um, there's murals on the wall. Ooh, I want to look at it. It's actually, strangely enough, it resembles a mural that you saw earlier today. It's the same kind of murals of like the darkness fighting the light. And in this interpretation, you see a familiar brass dragonborn with a tattoo of an eight-pointed star on the back of their hand riding into battle with Ith. Mm. And on foot and on strange kind of beasts, kind of like riding as mounts, what looks to be a small army of dragonborn among the armies. 
Do you know about? Cause you you know about the mm-hmm. battle with If. Do you know anything about the brass dragon who fought? In the stories, it's always referred to as like a, a, a an army comprised of mortal men and angels and fake. Like it's never like and twenty these and mm-hmm. fifty these. It's just kind of like an army comprised of angels and mortals and fake creatures and all the good creatures of the plains. Like they they don't really ever specify who was in the, the army. Though I will say, haven't ever seen Dragonborn included. Yeah. In this in this fight. And I will say, this whole like battle between good and evil and like light and dark was not something you were taught in Sunday school. No. And yeah. which is and I think as you've probably been traveling the world, it is pretty widely known. It's not like a fun myth. It's literally a part of history. Like the cataclysm was the ending of the second age. Like it is mm-hmm. it is known to be an actual thing that happened. Mm-hmm. And it looks like there might have been dragonborn involved. What did I think was happening to the dragonborn when the you don't really know. Like, it didn't make a whole lot of sense. You assumed maybe you were isolated and it didn't take part? Yeah. Maybe? Okay. You can kind of decide what your assumptions were about that, but, like, probably hearing that myth as you were exploring, you were always, or, like, that story, you were always kind of like, that's weird, never heard about that. Yeah. But, like, a lot of, but I think you would also excuse it as you didn't hear any of the myths surrounding the faith of the family and, yeah. and all of that stuff. And even though in this world, like, mythology is deeply tied into history, technically, that was over 11,000 years ago when it happened. So, like, could just be myth. Like, it could have just yeah. been, like, a bad guy. Maybe it wasn't Olok. But, like, the fact that Dragonborn are fighting alongside if in this mural is kind of kind of interesting where is your necklace from that you from Esterlin? what like how did you get it I, my mom we all kind of have one similar seems like it's very specifically meant for this yeah like dragon morns because mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah we were all given a similar necklace to remind us of the ten well, can I ask a question so I hope this isn't um, I just don't know a lot about your culture, and so I'm really glad I came today, but, um, so, <laughs> when we see dragons in the world, mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's like your people and your culture have directly descended from dragons? Mm-hmm. The ancient dragons. The ancient dragons. So mm-hmm. there's still dragons, and then there's dragonborn, mm-hmm. and, and that's like the beginning of dragonborn, is mm-hmm. like the ancient dragons. Okay, I just wanted to make sure I understood that, because those murals were pretty, you know, those were some big dragons. Yeah. And, mm, okay, I just wanted to clarify. Yeah, well, at least that's what... That's what you've been told? That I've been told? Huh. That I've read? Hmm. So I don't know. Shall I keep on going? Well, I'm guessing we're walking, but... You, um, continue to walk down through this hallway, and you come across a room that appears to be a bedroom. There is a straw mattress here and a dresser and like a wardrobe. It's a completely empty, but it's like a little room and you can see a door and when you go and open that door, you see it, it kind of <clears> opens <throat> up into a tunnel that clearly leads like outside, like a way to get out into the outside. So it's just a- It's a bedroom in here. There's a dresser and a wardrobe nice and a mattress. And you said it was empty? Yeah, roll an investigation check. You can do it with, uh, with advantage if you guys are helping. Yeah. It is an 11. Okay, kind of are, are kind of looking around. You find uh, two things. Uh, you find a journal, which is largely, when you kind of open it up, written in old draconic. It appears to belong to someone named Valoria. It seems to be a relatively newly bound journal. It seems very new, like fresh. Oh, but it's written. Only a couple of pages are filled in. This person, this Valoria, talks about escorting the Zanahim and kind of like how she is settling them in, talking about 
they're having some trouble adjusting, um, but she thinks that they're strong enough that it'll be all right, uh, and that she's planning on returning, um, that she'll be returning here soon to look for the people that they were looking for. And that's about it in the journal. There's a lot of like, I hope that they're there. This person, Valoria, who's writing in the journal does not seem to be in the best mind space, seems a little kind of upset. The note reads, it's like folded up and kind of tucked into the journal. It says, Valoria, I was told that this would reach you. I hope it does. Amadi and I miss you a lot. We don't see the others very often. I know your work is important and I wouldn't ask you to leave it whole cloth, but if you could visit every once in a while, I think it would cheer up Amadi greatly. Micah won't stop talking about the good work that you're doing. Burke doesn't say it, but I think he's proud of you. Tippy is off on a hunt. She's paying a visit to the old Haggle Hall residence, so we haven't seen her for a little while. Ovac is fine, still the toughest one. I hope we see you again, love. We miss you. Love, Adri. And then underneath the name is signed a continuous eight-pointed star. Is it in Draconic or is it in like... It's in common. So... Okay, that whole time I was like, oh, I don't understand this. (laughs) I wasn't writing any of it down. (laughs) Shit. Oh, and also, sorry, there is a mention of, um, in, in the note, I didn't write this out because I didn't know if we'd be getting here today. She mentions Ovac, who is apparently, like, tough as ever, and also mentions uh, someone named Sierra and Sierra's new boy toy, and then mm-hmm. signs, uh, love, your friend Adri. Does this sound familiar to what I've read about Micah in my book of lore? Uh, make a history check. Because <laughs> he's not named, but you, you kind of intuited that it might be him. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Thirteen. 13. You're trying to like think back into like some of the other lore books like because a lot of books you've read are about unnamed heroes, right? Mm -hmm. And you do think like now that you think about it that you have read a couple of stories about like a halfling warrior who wielded a shield and a sword, but they're all like they kind of differ in time, Mm -hmm. like when they were written. And he usually (laughs) had some kind of uh, a companion in most of the stories. The the most common companion you remember uh, is a human paladin. But there are a couple of stories that you remember about a, a halfling warrior who traveled with a gnome ranger, a halfling warrior who traveled with a elven druid, a halfling warrior who traveled... There's a couple of stories about a halfling warrior who traveled with his very grumpy dwarven cleric friend. And those are the stories that you remember. Again, no confirmation whether or not they're Micah, but they're, when you're kind of trying to think about stories you read about a halfling warrior. Pim, do you remember when we were reading in Raph's library that day, and we, um, right before Landlock went down, and we found a book called The Adventures of Tippletoe Hagelhaw. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Remember? Didn't we grab it or no? I only grabbed my time in the Undead Valley, but I don't oh, know. Do you have them? I don't think so. I think that's what I said, is that I only grabbed. Well, or did we grab I think you grabbed all the books. We did? Okay, cool. Awesome. Do you want to try to age this note? Mm-hmm. Make, and, a, make an investigation check. And it was by Tippletoe Hagelhaw. Do you think they go by Tippy? I, I think so. Well, and then the, they said Hagelhaw in the letter. 22. I'm just rolling a bunch of 19. Uh, you kind of do like a Sherlock Holmes with this paper. Um, it's like very thick, sturdy parchment. Mm-hmm. Um, it actually seems to have some magic residue to make it last longer. Mm-hmm. You like lick the paper and kind of like weigh it, kind of hold it up to the light. You would guess this note was probably written in the year, like probably around like 9,000 of the third age. So about like, about like, uh, like a thousand years ago. Does the room, is it really dusty? Like clearly no one has been This here? room is not dusty, it's clean. Does there seem to be any, like, sign of current life? Make an investigation check. Four. Four? Yeah, no. You don't know. Whoa. Guys, my brain is exploding. 
Alright, sorry. So you guys uh, can't find anything else in this room. It's pretty clean. The journal is really new. It looks like it was just recently filled out and left here. The note seems to just be like st stored in this journal for whatever reason. What were the things that uh, named in the journal? The weird things that were settling? Uh, the Zanahim. Yes. Make an intelligence check. It sounds draconic, but it sounds like made up draconic. You don't know what it means. Can I ask my fellow friends? Hello. What? You heard of? The Zanahim, you have not. <laughs> I haven't heard of it. Okay, well, I guess we are going to go to the Hall of Thought, so. Maybe we should leave a note for this person and let them know that, I don't know. Seems think... like we have a mutual person we like, have met, so, mm -hmm. and heard about the others. Yeah. If you want to write a note, um, I can... I have parchment. I'm going to write stuff in my journal about like what it says in this journal and the note. So I have it written down. And then I'm going to leave it because obviously this might be somebody who is still alive. Mm -hmm. So Sure. Okay. I just get, I'll get some parchment out of my okay. bag. What kind of note are you leaving? Sorry, I mean, I'll get some parchment. Uh, Winnie will get some parchment out of her bag. <laughs> um, <laughs> Oh, I don't know. Up to you, Pim. I don't know. What are what are we trying to say? I mean, what are we leaving it for? This whole thing is crazy. Okay. I don't know. It feels like they're just here alone and like they were really kind of kept away from everything with a lot of secrets. And I guess I just wanted to give them something to... Oh. I don't know. Yeah. Seems like we found this place because of someone really tied to it. And I feel like they're really tied to it. So I don't think it hurts to let them know that they're not alone. That we are trying to help? Sure. Maybe yeah. they don't even need help, but... Maybe we start with, we didn't mean to intrude. Pim's starts already. Would love to talk, or, like, do you want to yeah. know who this person is? I feel like we all are so curious about what the eight-point star means, and, like, obviously <laughs> it's something that's ingrained in literally all of us. Like, something mm -hmm. is tied in that aspect. And it was in Draconic? What was The one? journal? Like, old? Ancient. Yeah, yeah, it was old, draconic. So, which... like, they're probably maybe a dragonborn? Yeah, and I don't maybe, know, so maybe, maybe they know something. Mm-hmm. You'd like, you'd love to talk? To talk? Yeah, talk we tell them where we're staying, or is that weird? I mean, mm. they might not see it. True. What if you tell them that you'll come back to this temple every day around a certain time? And yeah. that way, if they come back and they see the letter, you could say, I'll come back tomorrow, and then we'll give them the date, and the next day, and give them the date between these hours, if you would like to talk. And, yeah. and, and that way they'll know where to find you, but you won't necessarily give where you're staying just in case. I don't know. Yeah. We don't know who this could true. be. But... Very true. Yeah, let's say that, and then I can meet them every morning. Well, if they want to meet every morning. Not every morning. Or a morning. Just like a morning. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And date date the dates mm -hmm. and then see if anything happens and and you could say we could say something about you that you know micah mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that you, you've met micah and just since he's someone in common that's, and also maybe we should say didn't mean to intrude yeah did i already say that at the mm -hmm. beginning and <laughs> sorry valoria that's the name on the note so yeah let's write let's address it to valoria Okay. Let's see what happens. Sure. So, so like, we address her. Do we Sorry, we didn't mean to intrude. Should I write it in old draconic? <gasps> sure. Shh. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want to ruin your great work. No, you should but write it. What? What should we say? Okay, I'll up. Valoria. Sorry, Valoria. didn't mean to intrude. Sorry, didn't mean to intrude. We came across this secret place. <laughs> we know Micah. We sort of know Micah. <laughs> We've met Micah, maybe. Mm -hmm. We've met Micah, and I would love to talk to you about some 
things pertaining the, to the history of dragonborns and specifically the eight twins star mm-hmm. and we'll come back every morning yeah every morning and you show up we'd love to talk and if you don't that's fine too have a good day <laughs> so you're basically trying yeah. to set up a time to go and meet them yeah just like letting them know when we would come back okay. and meet them if they wanted to slash see it i'm putting like dates okay and you leave the note on the mattress mm-hmm. yes you put the journal in the note back mm-hmm. yes you go out the tunnel that we goes outside Door. Yeah. We shut the, shut the fake door. door. Yeah. And you walk out back onto the outside and you can kind of step out on this little hill that's kind of this secluded little hollow. Oh, climb up the mud and, and kind of look back down on the uh, the lake. And uh, your mind's kind of reeling with a bunch of new, strange information? Ideas? Revelations? Who yes. knows? <laughs> and you look down on the city and go, Where's Layla? So what what would what would Raiden like to do? Uh, you know that Layla is going to the Strength's Cradle. There's probably some brothels. There's like all <laughs> kinds of temples and stuff if you want to walk around and do your own thing. Yeah, Raiden's gonna go to a, like a brothel. Okay, make an investigation check. <laughs> make a performance check. <laughs> no. <laughs> Fourteen. Fourteen. Uh, you spend some time kind of wandering around and kind of taking in kind of the. Idyllic landscape, like how beautiful it is. Like the the trees are really green. There's like olive branches, like olive trees and stuff like that. Uh, the lake upon which the temple for Iliath and the four Leoni is really really beautiful. And the marble walkways that stretch all the way across the lake are are really really quite beautiful. And you just kind of are taking in the scenery. And eventually you kind of you're just kind of kicking it on your own. It's a little weird. You don't have like Thora. Yeah. Next That's to what you. I was gonna say. It's like kind of he's kind of like a lost puppy. He doesn't yeah, really know what. Yeah. Kind of like because. Like Layla's gone, Thora's gone. He doesn't really like have anyone to take care of right now, so he's just kind of like, uh, kind of wan- wan- wandering around. He kind of just like, oh, <laughs> I don't really know. And then you round a corner, and there is a big temple in front of you uh, that is looks like it's kind of made out of this like kind of light stone. It's got this uh, curved roof that looks like it's made out of like like dark pink to red like glass or like stone. And actually like looking in the doorway is just wide open. Like the light that's coming through this uh, this temple just makes it like this pink red color. All these like scarves and fabrics that are kind of like draped in front of the door and across windows. There's like a rose garden and stuff like that. And you can hear just a lot of sounds coming from inside this temple. Good. And you can see kind of through the rose garden that you kind of would have to walk to to get to the entrance. There are two, you don't really know if they're gods or goddesses, you couldn't really gender them, that are kind of portrayed here in stone, kind of like lounging on like a chair, just like totally macking. Uh, make a religion check. Oh man. Uh, three? Three. Okay, so you kind of look at these gods and you're like, I don't know who these are, but I'm about it. <laughs> but I like what they're into. Uh, you can only assume that these are probably the two gods who this temple represents or is a, a monument to. Uh, do you want to go inside? Yeah, I'm going to go inside. Okay, you kind of walk inside. It's definitely got like a brothel vibe, but if the brothel didn't have private anything, it's basically just a big open floor plan, multiple floors. There are just cushions everywhere. There are fountains. Uh, there are. Do they sanitize in there? They're, they they're look to be like priests and clerics here, but they're all just like hot as fuck and they're not wearing anything <laughs> except for like the holy symbol, like this holy symbol, um, which is, it's kind of similar to kind of the symbol for, you know, like that kind of weird symbol for male and symbol for female that we have that's like the circle and the cross is female and the circle and the point is.
is male. It's kind of like that, but like combined into one. Uh, and the cross and the arrow are on the same plane, so it's basically a cross with a point. They're just kind of walking around, and then they're just like diving headfirst into just like writhing like groups of people. It's just, a, this is a very like sexy place, but it's not like crazy, it's just kind of like, you kind of walk in and you're like, whoa. And you're, uh, make a constitution saving throw. Oh boy. <laughs> uh, mm -hmm. Six. Six, okay, <laughs> yeah. You kind of walk in and you kind of walk into this like haze that's just kind of sitting in this room, this kind of smoky haze and you're just kind of like, whoa. And you suddenly feel like, like really chill. Uh -huh. Like I just kind of want, like, it's not like this like animalistic thing. It's just like, I just kind of want to like, hold somebody and like feed him grapes or something like and you're just looking around at all these people and you're like yes this is my my kind of people like hold somebody and like they're all of these people kind of walking over and you hear a familiar voice call out yeah i thought i might uh, find you here and you kind of look around and like just literally like leaning on like a chaise couch her, her uniform is like unbuttoned like down to her like navel. She's got her trousers, like her boots have been taken off. Her hair is done down. So it's just this gigantic, like, you didn't realize how much fucking hair she had. This mane of black and purple hair. You can see like her purple eyes, purple eyes, what? Did you say who it is? No, not yet. Let's get into oh. it. Uh, the, her, her purple eyes kind of like, her purple eyes kind of glow a little. Uh-huh. And she's got like two you would assume they are priests of this temple, just like <laughs> draped on her. One of them is like feeding her like strawberries and stuff. You see uh, Colette just kind of like oh lounging. <laughs> and she kind of stands up and the two priests walk away and she just kind of wraps up a little bit and kind of walks up to you. You kind of are, are feeling like a, a little hazy and she kind of like looks at your eyes that are a little unfocused. She kind of <laughs> snaps her fingers in front of your face. How you doing, big man? <laughs> I was about to say something. <laughs> Did you forget what you were going to say? No, I know exactly what I was going to say. I just don't know if I should say it. <laughs> She's kind of looking at you as you're clearly, like, struggling with something to say. Uh, no, Jaden's struggling with something to say. This is happening rapidly in Jaden's <laughs> mind. Well, she, she looks at you. Um, she kind of, like, looks you up and down kind of appreciatively, and she's just like, don't have a uh, big sister around or uh, anything like that? No, it's just me. Got anywhere to be? Not for a while. You know, uh... It's captain's orders not to fraternize with uh, passengers while we're sailing. Well, then it's a good thing we're not sailing. My thoughts exactly. And she, I'm gonna uh, pull her into a kiss. Yeah, she just fucking goes for it. And yes, we're, and we're finally! Gonna, we're gonna just star wipe out of that temple for a little bit. Oh. <laughs> but uh, Colette is 100% uh, on board. This temple, you can lose a little bit of time in this temple. Bit of, I'm gonna lose a little bit of time. <laughs> Everyone's like, I wonder where, uh, I wonder if Raiden's doing okay. Smash cut to just something deeply graphic. <laughs> <laughs> just like a humongous sensor bar. <laughs> just like, no! <laughs> it's just a black screen with sensor right on it. <laughs> Uh, so you you go and, and do that, and uh, sure the thoughts of not having to take care of someone, now you got someone to take care of oh, good. for a little bit. Yeah, I, I take care of her. Nice. Uh, I do think there are probably some other people that join in every once in a while, because that's just how oh, this yeah. fucking temple rolls. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that's right, there's a fucking sex temple. This is a sex posse universe. <laughs> like, oh, you need to get off? Yeah, just there's that big temple right over there. They'll do anything. <laughs> Uh, so you you three, uh, Pim 
Pim, Doc, and Winnie, uh, you you guys are done uh, at the Abia, I'm assuming, unless you have something else you want to accomplish. Uh, and Thora, you are done. Well, you were going to look around a little bit? Yeah, because I, okay. I, I want to find out who... Kind of get a little bit more of a glimpse yeah, of Yeah, I want to do some research. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, just roll a, just a general uh, perception check as you kind of are walking around. The, the DC's not very high, but just kind of see what you notice. 15? Yeah, so you start uh, walking around the Stormhold. It's kind of, it's it's perpetually kind of cool in here. Like there's a breeze rolling around or there's like rain in the air. Like it always kind of feels like a little damp, like some like some raindrops are going to fall on you no matter what. You, rec- you remember that like the statue of Hariri always looked like it was being rained on, uh, even though it was not raining. Mm-hmm. As you kind of were walking along some of the interior areas, you notice a, a number of uh, murals and statues. There seem to be a lot of statues of specific Rhyregard that are like, that have been like made like in honor of like specific followers of Hariri. Uh, you do see scrawled in, just in common, in this like really pretty uh, kind of calligraphy type script on the wall, is written, uh, fly with wind in your hair, stand with rain on your skin, bleed lightning from your veins, and scream with thunder in your voice. Dope as hell! That's very cool. As you uh, continue along, kind of looking at all these, you see uh, these Harai Regard. They're all training with each other with like spear and sword and things like that. You see Gunhilda is up there um, kind of running some training and then you see her um, mount onto her her specific pegasi and, and, and take off and, and lead some, some maneuvers. So you walk into this round room uh, that's kind of in the back of the Stormhold and you see a another statue of Harairi, very, very tall, just kind of badass and intimidating female figure. And you see this large uh, fresco, this large mural behind her that makes up about half of this room where you see um, this battle happening in the air. You see this um, this creature with like red skin and horns kind of stretching from its brow that kind of snake back and up that looks just gigantic. Um, he's got two sets of muscled, clawed hands and arms that are sprouting from his muscular torso. He's just comp- uh, dressed in this like black spiky plate mail, clutching a sword glowing up with black flame and these two gigantic bat wings that stretch from his back. Um, he's leading this horde of flying, it looks like devils and demons and monsters. Um, just this gigantic flock that's blocking out the sun in, in, the, in the drawing of, or in the painting of just terror. You see these strange devils. You actually notice in this drawing, uh, you recognize some of these creatures. Um, they are purple skinned, covered in spikes, with long uh, spined tails and wings uh, and clutching forks. And you actually recognize um, them. You fought two of those when the city of Landlock fell. These strange devils are are included in this horde of monstrosities. And on the other side of the fresco, like, or in, in the mural kind of intermingled with them all is this armada of Rhyregard, all astride Pegasi decked out in various armor, clutching different weaponry. Um, and at the front, uh, atop a um, like golden pegasi that has six legs and one gigantic set of wings, you see uh, Harairi herself, and you just see them like plunging into battle with each other. And you can see down underneath, in uh, in that same kind of script, you see uh, written the battle in the skies when the bodies fell like rain. Uh, is there, like, any description below that that, like, lists what any monsters are? Like, from left to right. Yeah. Spine devil, horn devil, barb devil. No, there's nothing like that. Um, cool. Taking 
There's not a lot of people like milling about in these kind of areas. Um, every once in a while you see like a Ryra guard or someone who looks to be maybe in a similar position to you like looking around but there's not like you don't see a whole lot of people milling about these kind of smaller rooms. You get the sense that during the day it is very much about being outside and training and that this this group of holy people are significantly more militant uh, than other holy people you you know. Is it all women? Are there any men? Uh, it's all women. Sweet. Um, are there any books about Harari and like what they stand for? You don't find any here specifically in this temple. There might be some in the Hall of Thought, which you remember some people talking about. I think you remember Doc saying that she maybe wanted to go and take a gander in the Hall of Thought, but there don't seem to be any like holy texts here in this temple. You get the sense that a lot of, because these gods are so specific to certain things, like their adventures are more, um, there, there might be like books that collect a lot of their adventures, but like their myth and their legend is mainly built up through telling stories mm. um, and not necessarily like writing them down. Oh, okay. Um, but you do, and there, there's a very good chance that in the Hall of Thought there's like a collected like compendium of a lot of the adventures and, and things. Um, is there someone that it looks like, <laughs> like I could like talk to? Like, is there anyone who, like, it wouldn't look like I'd be bothering them too much if I went to talk to them? Make a perception check. Um, unnatural 20. Uh, yeah, you see, as you're kind of walking around, there is a, a halfling woman, uh, and she is sitting on like a stool out in kind of the training yard. She is sharpening a, a battle axe um, that seems to be very like well-maintained that kind of glimmers with like blue light every once in a while when it catches the sun. Mm-hmm. She has light brown skin and dark brown hair kind of pulled into this long, large braid. She has this scar uh, on the side of her face that looks like 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 a four-fingered set of like claws like raked down her entire face. So half of her face is pretty heavily disfigured, um, and you can actually see that eye is kind of white and kind of milky. But she looks pretty like calm and, and pretty friendly, and she's kind of every once in a while she stops and, and is watching the other people train. And there is a uh, a white like a pure white Pegasus just kind of grazing nearby her um, that she kind of looks over at every once in a while. And you see on the same side of his body he has that same kind of scar that runs down like the side of his kind of muzzle and down his neck and like all the way down like Mm. his chest like they both were in battle and took the same wound from the same creature or monster or whatever Mm. i'm gonna walk up to her okay she's kind of just sharpening her axe kind of looks up hello there hi um do you mind if i uh sit and ask you a question absolutely um she reaches over and kind of scoots a, a stool over to you oh thanks um i'm I'm just in town for a little bit, and I'm, I don't know how else to describe it other than that I'm just pretty drawn to this place. Um, I understand that. I, I just don't know much about Harari and what she stands for, um, and I was wondering if maybe you had some time to tell me about her and, and why you're drawn to her. Sure. Um, my name's Sega, by the way. Oh, hi. I'm Thora. <laughs> um, that's Battle Boy over there, and the Pegasus kind of whinnies. What? Oh, that's your name, Winnie. <laughs> uh... <laughs> She kind of goes, well, um, uh, I don't really know where to start. I suppose all of us have some kinship with the storm, and that's why we, we come here to fight for it, or we hear the stories. I saw um, Brenna knocking you about a little bit more. Are you looking to um, potentially join? Yeah, maybe. I just... Um... It's not for the feet of heart, the training process. But if you make it through, it's not a position that people should take lately. Sure. God, I, I don't really know, but I've... Um... In my past, I've joined some things without really knowing what it meant or what they stood for, um, and it, it didn't turn out for the best, if that makes sense. That makes perfect sense. Um, so I'm 
I'm drawn here, but I, I would like to know what Harari stands for and what this is about before I go any further, I guess. Well, Harari it doesn't stand for anything. She is the storm. She's the storm incarnate. She's the, the Lady Tempest, as some say. She's a mighty warrior in the legends. She often fights uh, alongside um, Ith, goddess of good. Though she likes Aenor quite a bit, the god of chaos. She mainly answers to Fien, the god of nature, one of his coterie, I suppose. But she's um, fairly independent. She fought in the Cataclysm, that sort of thing. I don't, I don't know much about the Cataclysm. Uh, it was a time of great darkness, long ago before the Age of Prosperity, so over 11,000 years ago. But um, when Olok and his ilk swept across the land, and Ith summoned a resistance, Harairi was one of the, the first to take up the sword and actually won one of the earliest victories hmm. for the side of light in the Battle of the Skies. So they fought for the side of light. Yeah. The Rydergards are her chosen warriors. You can't become a Rydergard without her seal of approval. The trials are arduous. Very few make it to make it past the, past the first stage and then you train all through the second and then the final stage is very difficult. There are a lot of people who don't survive. Really? But if you do, you are you're given your bar gear and your steed and you swear fealty to Harairi and you join her personal guard. That's what the Rider Guard is. Do you have to stay here if you're a part of the guard? No, you just have to answer the call when she gives it. And you have to uphold her values, strength and adaptability. Among the Rider Guard, we, used, we, uh, we say this a lot, a storm doesn't run. It moves on and it passes and it ebbs, but it doesn't run. That kind of idea is... Uh, it's pretty important. That doesn't mean that we're blindly rushing into battle. We can move on from the battle, realize that it's not tactically viable to remain, but we don't flee. Mm. We move on, or we pass, I suppose. It's a sisterhood, and it's something you do your entire life, and only those who are faithful in Our Lady and confident in their abilities can, uh, can pass through. That's really cool. You know, people are trying to join all the time. If you fail one time, you can come back later and try again. But it's females only. Priori's pretty uh, specific about that. <laughs> I like that. I think my, my brother would be a little jealous, but I'm okay with it. Priori doesn't have time for jealous men. Hey! <laughs> <laughs> hey! <laughs> well, uh, I think I'm going to come back tomorrow and... and Give it a go. Yeah. Is there anything I should know for tomorrow? Be strong. Hold out as best you can. Don't run. Okay. And don't be afraid if you uh, if you fall. A lot of people fall. <clears throat> I disagree with the orcs on a lot of things, but their ideas of strength and in, in defeat is something that a lot of people I think pick up a little bit. Mm. Okay. I think Thor stands up, then I think she looks back at uh at her at her Pegasus battle boy. <laughs> battle boy. Um, oh, I noticed. Uh, I hope it's not too intrusive. I just noticed you guys have the same scar. Yeah. Is that like a result of your bond, or were you both in this in a? Similar no, we were we were on patrol and we were attacked by rock. Oh goodness, I'm sorry. I mean, it, this only in a respectful way, but it's pretty cool how the two of you share that mark. Well, when you're um when you're paired with your steed, when your steed chooses you, it's um it's a lifelong thing. You go through everything together. It is Thor close enough to Battleboy? Yeah. Could she like like put a hand up to see if like like not yet, but I yep. think she wants to see like if she got an okay vibe from him. Make an animal like... handling check. Oh no. Ooh, eighteen. 
You kind of put your hand up and he trots over and pushes his nose against your hand. Mm. Kind of nuzzles your hand a little bit. <laughs> I think it makes Thor a smile. And then I think she turns and says, thank you again. I, I hope I'll see you around. See you in the morning. Yeah. I'll be watching. Uh, I think she leaves. Okay. You're going to the Strengths Cradle, Layla? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Does Layla know where it is? No. She's making her way downtown. Make, make an investigation <laughs> check. You were you were kind of pointed in its direction. Oh. Do I have a Tides of Chaos right now? You can give it to yourself whenever you want, yeah. Well, I wasn't sure if I Oh yeah, I haven't used I haven't gotten a new one since the battle, so yeah, you do have one. Cool. Well I could fail twice in a row. Oh. Statistically oh. speaking, that is just very rare. Uh, okay, so you are dedicated. Not impossible. Like, without a doubt, I'm gonna find this place where I can kick someone's ass, and I'm gonna have a great time. I'm so excited. I got my, my bird buddy Todd with me, and I'm gonna find Thank these. You. And as you, like, round a corner, uh, you run into Doc and Winnie and Pim. Hi, oh. Layla. Hello. Um, where have you been? Oh, I was just going to, um, get some tea. She smiles. <laughs> <laughs> Really? That is what I said. It is not. Not milk? Okay, miss. I don't need that attitude from you, all right? I'm just asking because I haven't seen you in a minute. Well, I haven't seen you. Where were you? No oh, one's asking well, you what you're doing. Well, did you want to know or did you just... No, I don't care. Oh, okay, well, you asked. Anyways, um, I need to keep going now. Where are you getting your tea from? The tea place. I would love some tea. Can I come with you? It's kind of an adventure for me and Todd. Oh, well, that's all you had to say. Oh, we're just... Well, I thought we could hang, all hang out. Okay, Todd, you're not really helping me out right now. I, are we doing something secret? I thought we were just going to the Strength's Cradle. That's... Oh. Uh... That is where they have really good tea there, I hear. <laughs> Leva, I feel like you can go to the Strength's Cradle and we won't really stop you from doing it. I won't. Okay, but don't tell Raiden, okay? That, that does make a lot of sense. <laughs> yeah, <come on. laughs> You feel okay going by yourself? Yes, I'm very strong. I want just to, to go there, there as oh. well, to be honest, but not to watch you or anything. I just think. Yeah, that. that'd be really cool. Okay, we can all go. <laughs> yeah, let's all hang out together. Just to clarify, do we know what it is? I don't remember. Yeah, the, we all it was talked about a little bit, where it's basically the place where orcs don't orcs don't worship gods. They worship right. the idea of strength and body, mind, and character, and that kind of thing. And it is a place for you to you can go like and fight express it that and, and to fight and to kind of move through those kind of things. Who was talking about it? The, the guy at the, uh, at the inn? Zuri, the guy at the inn, was talking about it. <gasps> I thought it was Brock for a second. Was it Brock? <laughs> Zuri. I don't know. Burke? Burke? Burke kind of talked about it. Okay. I knew um, but specifically, to... um, Zuri at the, at, the, at the bar kind of talked about it as well. <laughs> I was like, his name is not Brock. So are you guys going <laughs> to the Strength's Cradle? I'll say it's about, yeah. it's like mid to late afternoon now. Oh, of our first day? Yeah. It's oh all my. happening in the evening. Like, no. yeah. It was like middle of the day. Oh. Yeah. It's, it's now it's like mid to late evening. Where did Layla run into? And Varda did say, uh, Varda, uh, the, the leader of the Keeper's Claws, did say that she, oh, if, if you guys were at the Strength's Cradle, she would buy you guys drinks. Or that Bravado, her, her companion, would buy you guys drinks. Yeah, I can go. I didn't know it was like an all-day thing. It's an all-day thing? Sounds like more of yeah, like a rowdy well. nighttime event. That's really true. We could wait. There's only one way to find out, though. Right yeah, I can go. I can go, go. I can go to my, to my place. My place I want to go later. We got plenty of time. Yeah, we have two days. Look. I made a new friend. Who? Who? Oh, his name is Burke. Burke? He had a similar, um, 
Do you remember the, the small man who fell from the sky? Yeah, um, Micah. He had a, oh. um, mm -hmm. the, the same, the, you know, the shield mm -hmm. on his arm. Oh, the star? The eight-pointed star. Yeah. The eight-pointed star. He had, like, oh. a tattoo? Yeah. Wait, huh. Burke, Burke was one of the people in the letter. Wait, what letter? The letter that we found, <clears throat> the letter that we found in the room. Uh -huh. <laughs> oh, we so. also mentioned Burke? Yep. Yeah, didn't there was Micah. Oh, yeah, duh, duh. Mike. All of those are like, all those. <laughs> maybe we could go and talk to him and see if he knows any more answers about the letter we found. Unless yeah. we want to be really... Yeah, so I, I wonder, I mean, as long as it's the same... About it, him going to get, like, quiet. I mean, I just as long as it's the same Burke, like, what are the... Well, I guess he's here and the letter's here. That's actually not that coincidental. Well, and Micah talked about him, and the letter also talked about Micah, so it just feels like it adds up. I mean, I personally wanted to talk to him about the sword, but... Maybe... Well, where where is it? Maybe we could stop by there and then go to the Strength's Cradle. It is like... You're I, so turned around, Layla. It is like, um... <laughs> left. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um... Well, what do you think? Do you, or do you want to do that alone? I don't have any reason to go alone. Okay. But well, there's all kinds of people walking around. You could also probably do ask we, for directions. That's do true. we have to be secret about the eight point star? Because I feel like it's everywhere. So I feel like people. No, well, I feel I'm like not trying to be secretive about that. I'm trying to be secretive about the letter. Uh, okay. okay. And yeah, the people involved with it. I mean. Yeah. So we could just I ask. I feel like Burke would know. Yeah. Maybe we just ask sure. someone um for directions. Yeah. Do we but want to go we, there now? Is that okay with you, Layla? Can we go back and make a yes, quick detour? As long as we go to the strength crater. I yes. definitely do want to go there. We should go there. Um, Max? Yeah? Can you do me a favor? And you should let me know if anybody walks by and there's anything shiny. Dang, <laughs> just make a shiny. general perception check for me. 13. Okay, I'll let you know. Thanks. Because remember we also saw that star in the mural. I think this. I think it's very important. I think if we the find mural, oh, um, the in, mural of like the dragon the, horn leading in the hidden passage oh, that we found, and she brings her voice down really <laughs> low so no one around can hear. I mean, um, it, no, yeah, but, it was on the back of a dragonborn's hand. Yeah. Oh, that's right. So you know, but maybe we don't mention that to him, and, and we let you ask your questions, and then we just listen, and maybe we bring it up later. Well, I think we should yes. bring it up like a dragonborn. I don't know. For me, anyways, that would be really cute. I'm just curious about like why. A dragonborn has the eight-point star. Yeah, and we don't know if he's a good dude, although Micah seemed like a very good dude, so I'd assume yeah. so, so maybe we just go, um... That's a good point. Maybe we just have to assume that everyone's good, and that's probably not a good thing to assume. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, it's easy to do. You want everyone to be the best, you know? I get that. I mean, I got a good vibe even from Micah. Same. But yeah. You never even know. If they're I not guess. good. If they give us maybe some sort of information, I mean, yeah. if it's the wrong information, then that's not great, but I mean, yeah. that's true. Who's the closest person to me? Do you just reach out your hand and grab the nearest person? <laughs> no, I just look. I mean, there's all kinds of, there's a, there, you see a dwarf. Are there any gnomes around? Okay. There's a dwarf walking by. Hi, excuse me. Ah. Oh. Uh, we're looking for Burke. He's a smith here in town. Uh, I was wondering if you could help me. I don't know a Burke, but if you go down the road that way, uh, that's the Tyne Forge. The Tyne Forge? That sounds Tyne. Kind of might, might be what we're looking for. Thank you so much. No problem. Have a great day. Okay. I'm like so excited I could run. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, should, should we run? Sure. Layla? Run. <laughs> 
<laughs> you all just run down the street. Everyone's like, ah, hey, easy does it. <laughs> A child, two very short people, and then seven foot tall dragon. <laughs> uh, you guys um, run down the streets. Um, You're very elegant. Yes, gracefully sprinting. Uh, you guys arrive at this large, low, dark black building um, that you can see fire like glowing within. It's deeply intimidating because like every once in a while, it almost oh. seems like the building is breathing every once in a while because you see like smoke and flame like <laughs> shoot out of like ports in the building. Uh, it's very nice. And you see it glow inside. Yeah, Layla, you're like, hell yeah. Uh, and it's like glowing from inside and every once in a while you hear like a tum, tum, Layla, did you just go right in? Yeah. Cool. All right. Um, the building is a bit alarming. I did not hear an alarm. <laughs> you guys do <laughs> see, like, closer to the door, there are, like, it almost looks like the like the entrance to a shop. There's, like, weaponry, like, up on, like, hooks, and there's shields and armor that are up on mannequins uh -huh. that all look really impeccably made. Sweating, amazing. The word alarming in this context means it's a little bit scary. Just so you know. This is not scary at all. We have fun with many, many scary things. This is not that. <laughs> More flame leaps out of the building. All right, I think uh, Tim's going to put his hand on the door knob. Oh, it's just an open entrance. Oh, a lot of a lot of the entrances of these temples are just like open, open, open uh, archway. Okay, Tim's going to yep. gingerly step through the doorway. Okay, kind of walk through. You can see all of these weapons and armor that are up on display. You see there is a, uh, uh, the room opens up in this really big way and kind of opens up into this huge vaulted ceiling and you see this massive statue, probably like 30 feet high, of this female looking figure that's really like stout and like muscular. It looks like in the stone that she has like a pretty close cropped beard and a bunch of braids in her hair and holding a hammer like way above her head uh, to come down on this massive, uh, actually iron anvil that's probably like 10 times larger than normal anvil that you would use. And it looks like she is actually like the heart of the forge. Like she is glowing like from within, like with fires. And every once in a while, uh, it looks like the fire kind of ebbs and then rises in all the other forges throughout the rest of this, this temple that are kind of circling her. And you can see all of these people, all of them dwarves, just going to work, uh, working on these various pieces of armor and weaponry. Can I make a religions check? Yeah. Um, eight. Eight. You would probably recognize that that is Tyne, the goddess of the forge. Oh, okay. Tyne. You, you got an eight? Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's about all you know. You're like, that's probably Tyne. <laughs> <laughs> Through context clues, I'm going to say that's probably Tyne. Who can say where the time goes? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> hey, Layla, do you see your friend? Back! Uh... <laughs> <laughs> you, uh, some of the, one of the, like the nearest dwarves, who's got like dark, dark brown skin and a kind of shaved head and like big, big bushy black beard. It's kind of like, who are you looking for? Beck. Oh, he's over there on the master forge. Okay, she's gonna run over. Okay, Layla runs around, kind of out of sight, because this big, this building is basically a big circle. So she's kind of running around the foot of the the statue of time. You guys follow. kind of follow at a, at a quick pace and you come up and there's actually a raised up forge that's a little bit higher than everything else with this massive, all these kind of things that you would need to make like masterwork armor. It's raised up a little bit. There's these uh, kind of curved staircases that raise up to it and you can see this stout, because he's a dwarf, probably about four feet tall, but just like 
God, his arms are insane. <laughs> Just these incredibly <laughs> muscular arms. Um, he is, he's the only one in the Smith who is working shirtless and without gloves. And you can see all of these like scars on his hands and arms and body. Uh, but he's like really, really muscular. And as he kind of raises up a hammer to, to bring it down, uh, you do see tattooed on one of his massive biceps, uh, the eight-pointed star. Kind of the whole sound rings out across the entire forge. Seems to be working on like shaping some kind of armor. You kind of walk up. He doesn't notice you right away, Layla. Back. Kind of looks up. Oh, uh, hi. Hello. These are my friends. They wanted to meet you. Looks at you guys a little warily. Winnie waves. Uh, hi, friends. Hi. Uh, hi. <laughs> Kind of him. Come, he kind of comes down the <laughs> stairs. He grabs like he grabs a rag and starts kind of wiping some of the sweat off of his brow, and he kind of comes down the stairs, kind of like looking at you all. He was on I stairs, man. Yeah, like the yeah. He was door. he was raised Sorry, up on a platform. I, yeah, now I remember you saying it. His orbit or something. So, um, well, this the, I, now that I'm here, I realize how weird this sounds, but um, we have kind of heard about you from, um, we met Micah. Yeah, your, your little friend there said that you'd met Micah. Oh, um. She didn't mention that you'd heard of me, though. Uh, yeah, when we, uh, talked to him, he, uh, he had mentioned you because, well, um, anyway, I found a sword, and, uh, I understand how it works now, but I asked him some questions because he appeared to be looking for some other really magical sword. Um, he kind of, he, his, eyebrow, his eyebrows kind of shoot up at that. So anyway, I uh, just, you seem really cool. And can you identify this sword or do you know anything about it? And takes it in his hands, kind of looks at it. Uh, long sword has three slots in it to cast a shield. Right. Um, pretty nice, minor magical weapon. Like did that literally just from looking at it. Wow. Um, how did you know that? Yeah. How did you know that? He points at the big statue of Tyne. What does that mean? I'm her servant, and she gives me some not marginal skill in in the forge. I can identify things pretty easily. Wow. That's really awesome. Thanks. <laughs> when he's going to what she thinks is very sniggling, but it's not, point to her own bicep to be like, should we ask him about his tattoo? <laughs> he's just kind of like looking around. With her teeny arm. Sorry, uh, we don't want to like keep your keep you from your work or anything. Oh yeah, is this a good time? <laughs> uh, it's fine. Okay. Okay, I'm just going to come right out and say it. Uh, oh. we found something that also had your name in it. Anyway, so uh, do you know Val Valaria? Make an insight check. <laughs> I felt a natural twenty, but it was not that. My dice are for Syrican, right? <laughs> um, four. Four. You two can make inside checks as well if you'd like. Oh, and you as well can, Layla. Sorry. I don't know. If you don't have to, if you don't want to. Eleven. Uh, four. I'm gonna uh, sixteen. Okay, you're the only one who notices it uh, for a very, very brief, like a millisecond. His eyes get get really like alarmed. And he almost makes a movement like he was gonna like move oh like towards you guys. But he kind of, he seems to have like controlled himself a little bit. It's really brief and none of you guys pick up on it. And he kind of goes, uh, where did you read that name or hear that name? Maybe, 
this might be a little bit much. Maybe, is there a chance you could take like a, a break? Maybe, maybe we could go talk somewhere that's a little more private? I'll buy you a drink. Unless this is the loudest place in town, which honestly, it makes sense. <laughs> yeah, maybe this is safer than anywhere else. Uh, I don't really like people asking me about this sort of thing, so why don't we just oh. talk about it here? Okay. Oh, sure. Um, I mean, you don't have to answer anything. We just thought, well, we found it, and... Found what? A letter. Okay. We didn't mess with it or anything. Yeah, we put it right there. Yeah, we didn't mean any harm. Where did you, uh, where did you find this letter? In the Abia. Underneath. So it was for Valoria, or she was writing it, or... It was addressed to her. Mm-hmm. And I mentioned you, and I mentioned Micah, and some other people we don't know. What other people? Um, one of them I actually have heard of, um, Tippy Hagahall. Mm, and it Sierra? had... Sierra? Go ahead. Oh, and it had, um, the eight-pointed star that seems to be connecting at least Micah and you, and whoever Valoria is. Uh, yeah, we all have it. Who is we? Uh, the eight of us. Why? It was Micah's idea. He thought it might bring us all closer together if we all had the tattoo. Uh, the tattoo. Are you all friends, or? Uh, we're a lot of things to each other. Like family? Once. Oh. Why not anymore? Times change. Why do you want to know this? Well, we've just seen this eight-pointed star in a lot of different places we've been, in murals, like a dragonborn with an eight-pointed star, and... Um, there's, um, a small box that she found someplace that we were, and it also had, um, that insignia on it, and, um... I'll point out, as Max, oh. it did not have the same insignia. Oh! Okay, so that's my you have seen So, you have seen two technically eight-pointed stars. You've seen the eight-pointed star that is one consecutive line, like a Celtic knot star, that's been tattooed on his, on his bicep that you've seen uh, in the temples. The compass rose, while it does have eight points, is not the same shape. Mm -hmm. Oh, I'm so glad um, you reminded me of that. Okay, yeah. cool. And um, so, while it is technically an eight-pointed star, and there is, like, that parallel, they're, they're not the exact same. Okay, cool. Thank you. I think the first time we saw it was on Micah's shield, and we didn't really think anything of it, but then we saw it, was the next place in that mural, or in, on the, in, yeah, and the then mural, in the letter? in the letters, um, there's a lot of eight-pointed stars, just, I've started to realize in different spots. And in the mural, it was on the back of a hand of a dragonborn, which we thought was very interesting, because everyone's well, telling us how, right? Yeah. Well, that's Valoria. In the mural? I don't know, but that's where she had her, her eight-pointed star tattooed. Well, it makes sense because the letter is, like, a thousand years old. I wouldn't know anything about that. How old are you? Old. Tim's going to pull out his book of lore and okay. start, like, kind of, like, frenetically leafing through it, looking for the section that he had seen with Micah, like, vaguely, to be able to find the stuff you read about Micah. Okay, there were there were a lot of them in the Book yeah. of Lore. Uh, are you looking for anything in specific, just, in particular? I think he just has the impulse to find some sort of information in that book linked to Burke and just the situation. I mean, there are several stories where Micah, where a halfling fighter who uses a sword and shield, like, goes on adventures to find treasures with his grumpy dwarf cleric friend. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Okay. Uh, I, I think he just wants to, like, read, read it. it. I want someone to give me a persuasion check of you four. Yep, you can decide five. who's going to do it. 22. Woo! Uh, I'm going to say you did mention that box. 
That's fair. He kind of goes, can I see the box? My box? Yeah, do you remember? The, the box that had the... Can I see it? Can I have it back? Yeah, okay. I don't want to keep it. I looks at it. Well, this isn't our symbol. Oh. Sorry, it's been a long time since I looked at it. Kind of, without like even like seeming to like investigate it, like clicks the button so the things pop out. Like he seems mm-hmm. very like quick on the draw when it comes to like investigating magical items or strange items and objects. And looks around. I'm gonna flinch when those spikes come out. <laughs> and you see the eight-pointed star that kind of pops out. When Micah suggested getting the tattoo, uh, the eight-pointed star, it's a really old symbol for Vale. Uh, he liked it because it was all one line. It was eight points connected together by one line, and he's always been into that kind of symbolism crap. <laughs> I don't know anything about this, but it looks older than, uh, well, it looks really old. When, when I touched the box, I, um, I saw something. It was a person, and they put it into a, a pedestal, and, and they, the, the symbols lit up, and I turned it. I mean, it's definitely a key of some kind, like mm. used to open a door or something. Mm. But I don't know anything about a vision, maybe a, re- a residual magical connection. Have you seen one of these before? I don't think so. I don't know. Tosses it back to you, Layla. She like, she, also, whenever she touches it, she like... Wraps it up in, 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 her, in, her, in her sleeve. Her sleeve. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, he goes, I don't know anything about that, that star, but the, uh, the eight-pointed star with the one line that's... Me and my uh, seven other friends got it at Micah's request, so if you see it around sometimes, that might be what that is. It's just kind of a symbol of our friendship, I suppose. Would you mind me asking, are you and Micah still friends? Uh, yeah, I'd say, yeah, I'd say we're still friends. Hmm. Seemed like he thought highly of you. Well, he should. I'm very good. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> um, he doesn't even, like, smile at that. He just, like, states it like it's a fact. <laughs> um, so maybe you want to ask about Valoria, but is she around? I can't talk about that. Oh. Why not? She asked me not to. Oh. Is she in charge? I thought Micah was in charge. You made you get tattoos. None of us were in charge. Then why can't you talk about that? Sometimes when a friend suggests something, you do it because they're your friend. Well, I had a friend, and he suggests me to do things all the time, <laughs> and I never want to do them because he's always the opposite of what I want to do. It's probably because he cares about you and doesn't want to see you get hurt. <laughs> oh. Sorry. Stop coughing. He yells at a, a different smith on, on the other side of the thing. Shut up. Shut up. I'm trying to I haven't speak. gotten hurt yet. So. Yeah, being the operative word. That's... You don't think about getting hurt until you get hurt. And then everybody around you gets sad. But you can heal hurts. You can't heal dead. I don't want to tell you how to live your life, but maybe when someone is trying to help you recognize it for that, the world is a lot lonelier when you realize you you drove all your friends away. I never want to drive five friends away. Good. I have a friend, and she died, but she's here again. Well, then she's one of the lucky ones. Look, live your life however you want, kid. I'm just saying, hindsight is 20-20. What? One day you'll look back on things and realize that someone was just trying to take care of you. And you'll feel bad because you didn't thank them, or you didn't appreciate it. Hmm. Okay. Times change, people grow apart, and sometimes it's not for any right reason, and you look back on it and think, that didn't need to happen. So, that's all I'm saying. What if you just hold on? Well, I hope you're better at holding on than, well, can I do anything else for you guys? No, I think that I've gotten all the information I need. Didn't mean to bother you or make you think of things you didn't want to. But if you want to, I think that later we're going to the Strengths Cradle and I think that you should come. 
Make a persuasion check. <laughs> that contagious cuteness. <laughs> You're a precocious little halfling armed with a shield and a sword, so I think you should do it with advantage. Oh. Uh, 21. I think it's because you said it, and you, I think it's very easy to see, kind of remind him a lot of the Micah, mm. the Micah man. Uh, he goes, um, I uh, don't much care for crowds, but sure, why, why the hell not? There's a, there's a girl there who fights who I want to see anyway. So when people have been saying she's uh, something else. Ooh, scary. Right. Fellow dwarf, <laughs> doing us proud, you know. <laughs> Great, well, um. I have to finish making this, but I'll maybe see you guys there. Okay, all right, thank you. Thanks so, so much for taking the time to talk to us. Mm -hmm. He, uh, as you like, kind of go, he kind of like puts a hand up in front of you, Doc. If you uh, find Valoria, just tell her she's missed. Doc uh, nods. Goes back to the forge. You guys walk out of the Tyne Forge. Hey guys, this is Cheyenne, and I play Cordelia, the Sea Elf Rogue. You know, I feel like I do these outros a lot, but I'll tell you why. First, I'm jealous when I'm not in the episode and I want to be involved. Um, and second, I just got a new microphone and I wanted to try it out. Thank you so much for listening to episode 25 of Adventures in Questing. We are loving this faith haven art and all of the mysteries and the lore that we're uncovering. It's awesome. Um, just a couple of little announcements. We have a bunch of AIQ stickers that we're giving away. So if you haven't gotten one yet, head over to our Instagram at Adventures in Questing and see the post from September 18th and get yourself a little sticker. Also, this is really exciting. This week, we're doing a soft launch of our brand new Patreon. We've had a couple of fans say that they're looking for another way to support the show, and this is the perfect way to do it. We'll be posting more about it in the days and weeks to come, but you can check it out right now and get on board at patreon.com slash adventures in questing. Your support would mean the world to us and really let us take AIQ to the next level. And finally, we are so excited to share that we have just reached 20,000 total downloads. Um, our minds are completely blown, and we are so, so grateful for each and every one of you who have listened. So thank you so much for listening, and if you like the show, tell a friend. And we'll see you next week on Adventures in Questing. Then I think Raiden just hangs out with Todd. I don't think he knows. Todd's with Layla. Sorry. Todd's with Layla. We do know though that like in this place, like there's temples for everyone uh -huh. and everything. So if there's like the Temple of I don't know. I think Raiden Temple of Dick. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's what yeah. I, <laughs> I think Raiden would just Gosh. like <laughs> it's a temple. Yeah. I think he would like. Don't disrespect the yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Alright, well, I'm glad that I stopped talking so yeah, that you guys could have <laughs> that. <laughs> Honestly, okay. we're gonna leave it in. I'm really <laughs> <laughs> Alright, uh, 